I got friends only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I've been reading all the water. And I've been shutting out the stars. Yeah. Cause when it rains and it pours. Yeah. And I'm ready for some more. Hello and welcome to Put That Coffee Down. I'm Dooner here with Kevin Hill, as always. Put That Coffee Down definitely has the best opening theme song of it all does. of our shows. Right. It does. Put That Coffee Down. It's the Freight Sales <laughs> show for... It's the Freight Sales Podcast for Closers. Freight Sales Podcast for Closers. You know who's sponsored by? It's sponsored by Lean Staffing. I'll tell you a little bit about Lean Staffing, Kevin Hill. Lean Staffing Solutions has worked with over 100 U.S.-based transportation companies, helping them with their staffing and technology needs by creating efficiencies in core platforms, enhanced processes, and scalable growth efforts. Understanding the evolving needs of their clients, Lean has expanded their offerings to include marketing and sales services, helping businesses focus on the core pillars of growth. You know what those are? People innovative technology, and proven sales and marketing strategies. That's right. Connect with their suite of products that include staffing, tech, marketing, and sales at LeanStaffingSolutions.com. Nailed it. Got it. Nailed it. You land down there. So if you guys aren't familiar with the show, there's a podcast that is usually on Wednesdays. It's normal time would be noon Eastern time. You can find it on LinkedIn. You can find it on Facebook. You can find it on Freightways TV. And of course, you can find it on podcast players everywhere by looking up Put That Coffee Down. Or what do I always say? Subscribe to Freightcast, where you'll find every single Freightways podcast, including all the sessions from this event and our, our last event, Freight Tech Venture. Yeah, so all the events right there on Freightcast. Entire library and suite of Freightcast, of, of, of every topic Every denomination you can think of. Yeah. After yeah. these, uh, after these three shows in a row, we'll probably have like 17 days of content. Now we're at 15 and a half when we got started. <laughs> I know it's been a busy three days. Today we're going to be joined by Vice President of Lean Sales Trey Griggs uh, after the break. But in the meantime, let's get into a little bit of our normal course of business here. Yeah. You know we're in that uh, that digital virtual world, Kevin. We are the matrix, yeah. as some people might say. For some people, it's been sink or swim. You know, some people have thrived in this environment. You know, they love being behind there. They, 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 they love connecting on Slack. They really understand LinkedIn. They understand Twitter. They understand social media. They don't need to go to your office to sell to you. That's exactly right. Then there's the more traditional guys and, and girls out there who they're not used to this world. They haven't put the reps in. They haven't gotten good on social media. They haven't built that kind of presence. And they can't go to offices to do what they do best, and that's sell in person. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and help you guys out a little bit today. We're going to focus a bit on, uh, on getting leads, getting leads in a virtual world and living in a virtual world. Here's a quote I picked out. Right. Because this reminded me a bit of what's going on with the with the different mentalities, different zeitgeist you get between salespeople. And this is you take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Very profound quote. Sure. It is. It's from the Matrix. Yeah. Right. So who's taking the blue pill in that quote? Uh, the, the blue pill is is the people that, that don't think this world is changing right now. Yeah. You know, COVID-19 has accelerated a number of different trends within the logistics and transportation industry and the sales industry as well. So you better get comfortable with, with social media. You better get comfortable with those Zoom calls, right? You can make just as much money selling over video conference calls as you can in driving and flying and going into offices and, uh, you know, going in and, and picking up a, a dozen donuts and handing them out. You can do this in a virtual world. And the people, not saying that the other world's going away yeah. at all, but if you can maximize those skills in the virtual world with social media, with the Zoom calls, with 
everything that technology allows you to do, you're going to be one step ahead. Yeah, and I think a lot of the red pill takers are here, right? We're seeing all mm -hmm. these demos. We're seeing these companies that know that technology is the path towards the future. They know that people and technology both. But they aren't locked up or mired in that old school, old world thinking that that this is a this is a business on relationships and everything has to be done in person and you have to pass a, ba a paper business card in order to make that sale. Yeah, technology is a very useful instrument in growing your scales. So your sales, scaling up your sales, your book of business, you can leverage all of those platforms to, to really reach out, connect with more people, like this virtual conference right here, yeah. live at home, right? So a lot of a lot of people who may not be that mm -hmm. experienced, and this will tie into your sales hot tip, you know, they're reaching out to people on LinkedIn. They're like, okay, I'm going to do my cold calling via in-mail. Well, we just recently had an interesting one come across our desk. Tell us about it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, this is the, the direct message on LinkedIn. You've never heard of me. I found your name on the FBI's list of most dangerous biz owners of 2020. Wow. Anyways, I feel like you're a good person. I'd love to connect. Fingers crossed. P.S. The P.S. I do like the P.S. Don't worry about the <laughs> FBI thing. It's just a joke. So yeah. there's a thin line between joking around, standing out, having a very witty email or yeah. direct message, and one that maybe crosses the line, maybe freaks some people out. Yeah, I think that before you get to the punchline because of that FBI list, like the FBI thing is such a trigger warning. Uh, yeah, that people, like by the time they get to the PS, they're like, wait, was he kidding or was he not kidding? It's disconcerting. I've had other people share these with me and they were like, have you seen this? And I think it's a uh, common message that's been going around. I, I, I think it is too. And it, it certainly gives get somebody's attention. Yeah. It, it certainly does. But, you know, FBI most wanted list, it, it can kind of freak you out for a little bit. And it can make your prospect not take you seriously. Yeah. So let's talk about LinkedIn. Let's talk about LinkedIn. Yeah, let's, LinkedIn do, let's talk about it. A lot of us have had to move and promote our businesses and make videos. We saw a ton of content being created throughout the summer. But one of the things that's going on, and there's been a debate raging, and, it, and it's, it's surrounding tagging abuse, right? Mm -hmm. And I know why people do it. They want to increase their visibility. They want more people to see it. But on the other end of that spectrum, the other side, the, the red pill, Kevin, to, <laughs> to the blue pill of, of the people who tag on literally everything, the re my red pill is that I think that you should take the same approach you would with email because it comes across as spam. It's still a notification that people have to see and deal with. It, it is. So I... <sighs> I'm an abuser somewhat of mm -hmm. this. You know, I will, I will send out a post and I will tag everybody I can. And then I'll go into the comments sometime and tag even more people. Yeah. Right? Because the, your metrics go up. Sure. You know, it, it gets better. But I, I don't do that every single day. I do well, that once a week when I do a video to promote, put that coffee down. Yeah. So I try to, to limit it. You're limiting your amount of abuse. I, I am. I, I'm only spamming, spamming once a week instead yeah. of three times a day. I mean, I have a cheat. I have a rule of thumb. I have a rule of thumb. If you're mentioned in the show, you're a guest on the show, your company's mentioned, we've done a story about you. We maybe talked about a comment that you did. Then maybe I'll tag you. Maybe I'll tag mm -hmm. you. But like, if you had nothing to do with it, I'm probably not going to bug you with the notification. I did it a little bit more in the past, but then like, I've just been tagged in so many things recently. And I realize mm -hmm. how annoying it is. That's my own empathy towards other people. I'm like, I don't need to add to your noise. So do you get a notification I every do, time yeah. you get tagged? So, so it bings your phone? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I turn mine off, right? Oh, okay. So every time I log in on LinkedIn, I might have 30 notifications, yeah. which I kind of like. Wow. You know, it makes me feel wanted. So you're telling me to turn my notifications off so I can have to suffer through your tagging abuse, Kevin? Yeah. All right. I, I sum it up quite nicely. <laughs> yes, that is what I'm saying. There were a couple iterations ago of LinkedIn. It was only like six months ago I even started getting notifications through LinkedIn. LinkedIn mm -hmm. used to be so bad about feeding you notifications, and now it's been like hyper vigilant about it. But one cool hot tip, if, if the tagging annoys you, you can click on them, the message they've tagged you in, and you can undo mention. Oh, you can? Yeah. 
new oh, feature. Well, okay. So, so just the initial ones, okay, right? You get notifications, but you get 30 comments and 80 likes and, you know, it, it just comments for days. Yeah. And it does, it, it does get very confusing in my notifications, what's new, what's, what's been out there for weeks. So, you know, there, there is some cleanup that LinkedIn and, and everyone should do on that. But, you know, they perform better. If you tag a lot of people, it performs better. And, you know, <laughs> no I, doubt. I, I, I like to perform better. But here's an argument for you. Here's an argument for you. Do you feel that in a little in a little way it's cheating? It's it, it's cheating the system. And it's not forcing you to do the yoga of the mind to, to work yourself out and make content that resonates with the wider audience without that little booster. Well, I, I think you can do both at the same time. Okay, you know, I, I did a video for this show yesterday. I didn't tag anybody. Yeah. I, I, t I tagged you and Trey Griggs. <laughs> it didn't do very I, well. I, I, I think I got 150 views on it. But well, I saw I, I got a really good engagement for that 150 views. Yeah. But I want. I want thousands of views. Let's ask the audience. This is a live show. This is a live interactive yeah. show. So drop some comments in there. What do you guys think? Are, are, is tagging being abused on LinkedIn or maybe other social media? I see it mostly on LinkedIn. It, yeah. I don't see it nearly as often other places, and it could just be the vertical we're in. But do you think, how do you feel about tagging? Are you totally cool with it? Do you like forming pods? Do you like all that kind of thing? Like, I'm not a super huge hater on it, but it does get a little bit excessive is all I'm saying. It does. You know, I mean, if you're posting multiple times and, and tagging hundreds of people a day, I, I can see where, where you get that from. Yeah. Well, I'm still going to tag a lot of people. Hey, you know who's in the green room right now? Getting ready. Yeah. Getting ready. Speaking of the, the gym of the mind. We, oh, look at that. Hey, he's There's doing Trey yoga. right now. He's doing a little yoga. He said, I'm going to get nasty with the namaste. So we'll come right back to Trey Griggs right after this commercial break. Without further ado, it is uh, Vice President of Lean Sales, Trey Griggs. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? <laughs> What's happening, doing man? I'm doing well. Although I got to say, I'm like, I'm wearing the What the Truck shirt because I don't have a put that coffee down shirt. What's going on? Uh, you know, new swag. What's up? We I know, need those we do. new. We need those new What the Truck hats. We need the put the coffee down we hats. All. We need the mugs. There's a we lot. need the swag. Dear swag buyer, are you today. listening? <laughs> Oh, here we go. I wrote a song. Oh, you're going to play a track. That has to yeah, All right, play I that got, funky music, white boy. Hold on. Let me, get, let me get in the mode, though, here. I got to change up. Here we go. Okay. Junior, this one's for you. You guys ready? Here we go. Wait, hold on a second. Why can't you play a song in a headband? I just, I'm curious now. Well, I'm, I'm coming just in for the you. Mode. Like, if, I were, if I were a musician, like, out at concert, I wouldn't wear this. I'd probably wear this hat. Like, this would <laughs> okay. be. Okay. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm right. getting in the mood, guys. I'm getting in the mood. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. It's time for put that coffee down With a little play and forward sound Dooner and Cahill on set But one question before I forget What's that guy doing on the ground? He's doing a little yoga Yoga 
We need a little yoga. Cause we all wanna see Dooner doing yoga. We need a little yoga. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. Hey, look, you got a huge fan in the comments here. Mitchell said, wow, this is awesome. A custom song for Freight Waves Live. Hey, you know, I always go out for you guys, and that's a huge shout-out to my dear friend Rhonda, who did a great job on yoga today. I actually participated, and I uh, started sweating a little bit. She did a great job. Dude, hasn't that she been does, a great yeah. idea, just having that sort of stretch session? You're at, you're at a conference, and Much it promotes more. health, and it just get, it gets you moving. It gets you thinking. Yeah, each I day we got up and we, we joined along. First conference we did of this back in April or May, it's just grown tremendously. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a testament to uh, the production Absolutely. by our Fire Crown team. But let's talk about let's talk about lean staffing. What's new over at Lean Staffing Solutions, Trey? Man, a lot of great things are going on. I'm very excited about what's happening. You know, we just um, announced, I think, a couple weeks ago, our partnership with FTV Capital, which uh, we were looking for a great partner to be able to help us grow. But most importantly, to take, you know, our, our, our core offering, which is in transportation, and now go to other industries as well. And so very excited about that and what it's going to do for our brand, for our company, for the customers that we can now help. That, uh, you know, up to, you know, earlier this year, we were really able to help out and other industries we can go into. So that's that's really exciting right now. For those of our audience who, who aren't familiar with lean staffing, what do you guys do? What are the services you offer? And what's your specialties? Yeah, so it started out with you know back office operations, specifically in transportation. That's what we've been doing for the last seven years, over you know 1,600 employees down in Colombia, working with over 120 logistics companies. That's our bread and butter. But in the last year and a half, we've been spacing out. We do lean tech, dedicated IT services and project-based um, uh, services for IT, as well as now lean sales, and lean marketing, which are really exciting because a lot of companies could really use a little bit of help with their sales and marketing efforts. So it's very exciting. Wow. You know, so we started this show talking with a quote that we took from the matrix talking about the red pill and the blue pill, and we're trying to parallel it to, to business, right? So what is the sales and marketing landscape like in 2020? We all know it's changed a bunch, but what has it changed from your perspective at lean staffing? Yeah, you know, and I look at it from, I mean, I'm gonna go back to when I first started in sales. And I remember that marketing was kind of a separate division, sales is a separate division. And I, you know, I really believe in the last year and a half, especially in the last six months, that the lines have blurred between sales and marketing, you know, sales guys need to be doing more marketing activities, especially with social media, with LinkedIn, they can promote that brand in ways that sometimes an email campaign you know, might not do it. They can have live engagement or active engagement with customers and prospects. It can warm up a cold call. You know, if you connect with a with a with a prospect on LinkedIn, if you engage with their content before you ever call them, it just changes the whole dynamic. And so, I see sales and marketing really working together more now than probably ever before. Yeah, I would yeah. say that in this virtual world, like your best, just start getting chatty. Just start start getting chatty. I mean, you're at a virtual event. There's so many converse. Every yeah. session's an opportunity for an icebreaker. Every session's an opportunity to have a conversation, you know, and, and make that happen. I think that, that you'll, you'll see better results than maybe just sharing a, a link to your company or saying you have low price freight. And I think, I think virtual conferences like this one is a great avenue because in, in-person conferences, it costs a lot of money, costs a lot of time. A lot of people who, a lot of freight brokers, a lot of freight salespeople who are just building their book, maybe they're not senior level, they don't get access to this type of information and networking that you can just over, over Slack, over the chat, and LinkedIn as well, and you can go in and comment on people, you can 
have an aspiration of getting tagged in, in other people's <laughs> posts. Uh, what do you think about tagging? I mean, we, we had this huge I'm debate so right before you came on. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? This. I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty, <laughs> but I totally understand why you want to maximize your exposure. So it's a balancing act. Obviously, you want to tag people that are specific to that piece of content, but I'm, I'm guilty. I'm working on the Dooner. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so, Trace, sorry about it. Sometimes these producers oh, no. talking over here, and we're like, huh, you've been distracted right now. I have to put my coffee down and recollect my thoughts. Tell me a little bit, though. How do, So, you, you marketing, talk, talk a little bit about outsourced leads, because, you know, you say you're, you're having trouble getting leads. Maybe your team, you're, you're apart from your team, all of that kind of thing. How do you outsource leads through something like lean staffing? Well, outsource is probably the wrong way to put it. We'll talk about sure. it in a minute. But essentially, a lot of organizations you know, struggle with filling that pipeline, especially the top of the funnel. Um, they don't really have a good strategy for that. And one of those strategies that we're helping companies with is by you know, making those 100, 150 phone calls to try to warm things up, to try to find out you know, who's out there, you know, who's in a buying cycle. And we do it in a very cost-effective manner with incredible talent down in Colombia. And so it's worked out really well for our customers. They're very satisfied with the work that we're doing. Um, and we're just continuing to grow like crazy in that that side. So what we do, um, you know, is we we basically you know have our, our Colombian team integrate with the U.S. team and be feeding those guys with leads and opportunities, so that they can spend more time closing and less time in the busy work of prospecting. So there's that's a lot of business development that you guys are doing down in, in Colombia. What what are some of the tricks and, and and kind of avenues that that you're going on? I know LinkedIn is a big popular thing that's for you guys. One. What other yeah. lead generation methods do you guys do? I mean, it's it's particular to each company depending on what they're trying to to, to their reach. You know, who, who they're trying to go after and the leads that they provide. But I'll just say LinkedIn is completely underutilized and undervalued. I mean, it's a it's an opportunity to get exposure that you wouldn't get otherwise, have free commercials. I mean, it's really amazing. And so we're employing that technology and then that tactic to, again, like I said, warm up those leads before you ever make a phone call and, and do engagement work. So right now, lead generation and business development is a combination of phone calls, emails, and you know a lot of social, social media work on LinkedIn. One tactic that's been really valuable, and I would encourage everybody to do this, is to start doing video introductions through social media, through LinkedIn. So instead of sending a message, actually record a personal video and send it. That just, that just hits so hard right now. Trey, a big problem in sales that I've noticed, and I'm sure a lot of young brokers have experienced this frustration. It's very sink or swim. It's very trial by fire. There's not a lot of training. They come into an organization. They're given a laptop. They're given a cell phone. They're given a business card, and they're told to write business. And if they don't do it within the year, they're out the door, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we, if, if an organization itself can't provide that training, can lean staffing help provide that, that sales training? Yeah, certainly. You know, we work with a lot of companies on kind of a consultative basis to help them with a lot of their a lot of their efforts. We help with script writing, with developing rules of engagement. We help companies to use their CRM most effectively, and we certainly talk a lot about training and development. So that's a part of what we can do as well. Um, it's all included in, in in how we work with companies just to make what we want. We want every company to be a world class sales organization. That's that's what we're shooting for. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about marketing and pure marketing and kind of how you help freight transportation, you know, freight brokerages, trucking companies, freight tech companies as well, probably with um, with more pure marketing plays, you know, websites, design, uh, lead generation through content marketing. Oh, wait, hold on a second. A couple yeah, I mean, comments here. A couple comments. I'm thinking you're going to like this one, Trey. I think you'll like this one. <laughs> Mishak says the silos between marketing and sales need to be ripped down forever. I'm going to give that an amen. How about you? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I agree with that completely, you know, and I think that you have to understand the, 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 the really the purpose of, of marketing and sales. Marketing is one to many. Sales is more one to one, but they work together. You know, they work together to get things done. And in regards to your question, Kevin, about transportation, you know, a lot of small and medium sized businesses within transportation just don't have the budget or the management capabilities to have an in-house marketing team. They just don't. And so they're missing on that one to many aspect of really getting their name out there and, and building a brand. And that's what we're helping companies do, whether it be on a project base whether it be a dedicated like graphic designer or SEO specialist or, you know, working with us as more of an agency on a retainer where we can do a lot of that for them. You know, Nick, all, Nick in the comments, Nick Romer, he says that mm-hmm. uh, tech companies also need a lot of help with this. Yeah, you know, we, you did a, a podcast with Curtis Triver on here and you're talking yes. about, you know, you can't just go from a brokerage environment selling freight to go and selling a SaaS solution and expect that sales rep to know exactly how to accomplish that without any training whatsoever. Yes, yeah, two different skill sets. Yeah. Two different skill sets, but if you have the freight background, you're in a better position. But that's a good, a good question for Trey. I think tech sales, you know, it's, it's different, of course. You have to be able to know the process and, and be able to talk the language. That's so important to do. It took me a long time when I first came into transportation to understand the difference between, you know, a broker and, and a freight forwarder, a, you know, shipper, care, all the different roles that are played there, the different types of companies, what an integration is between, you know, like the service that I was selling and the TMS, all of that. The more that you can know about the industry, obviously, it's better. But tech is usually a different sale altogether. You know, you're looking at a specific problem, uh, usually, and you're trying to solve that one specific problem with a piece of software. Now, we had a big announcement here today. It was about Freight Waves communities. And I've noticed that you do a thing called Word on the Street. You've established your own little community, your own little tribe of people that you can, you you know, you guys talk out some of the issues. It's not a big, like, uh, you know, a big pitch deck between companies or anything. Mm-hmm. It's actually just sales representatives and stuff tossing ideas off one another. What gave you the idea to start that community? Was it just a byproduct of this COVID environment where we all know how to turn our webcams on now? It actually was, you know, I was so used to taking customers out for lunch and, you know, going to trade shows and being with people. And I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, man. I want to be with people. So I started it for two purposes. One, it was a selfish thing just so I could hang out with people. Uh, but two was also to keep a pulse on the industry and just kind of understand what's going on out there. And what's been, I didn't actually expect this, but what's been amazing is the people I've met. There have been people that have kind of, you know, made their way into the lunch um, slowly but surely, who are now people that I would consider some of my closest friends in freight. Nick is one of those. He's there almost every week. We talk offline a lot. There's several others. Rhonda is a part of that community. We call them the street crew. And it's basically whoever's available on Friday can just jump in. I do polls. We have certain topics we talk about. Some are sports related, some are transportation related, but it's, it's literally the best lunch hour I've ever had. And uh, I don't know where it's going to go, but it's so much fun and everyone is welcome. So it's, it's been a, it's been a blast to have that community. I could see where this could really span out and be powerful in our network in our industry as we, you know, spend time talking to each other and just sharing ideas. It's been so wonderful. So yeah, Trey, I, think, follow up, but I just have one follow up yeah. question on that. Because one of the hardest things to do in freight, or at least it was a few years ago, was to convince companies that that content marketing was a great thing. And it was, it was a great segue because so many marketers, right, that it's that divide. You're talking ripping down that wall between sales and marketing. So many marketers, you know, they they go and they get their education, they come out and they think everything's a CTC and they have no understanding whatsoever about on indirect marketing and, and 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 the emotion that goes behind that and, and creating an emotional connection versus just everything needs to be a click. And everything needs to be tracked into a ROI. Bucket. Exactly. It's just eyes on the ROI yeah. and nothing else. So what kind of indirect results have you seen from doing your own content marketing? Well, first of all, I think anytime you do content marketing, it's all about providing real value. You know, that's, that's the key. If you're not providing real value, you should just stop, you know? So that's the first thing is, as you think about content marketing, how can I provide value to somebody and what I'm going to share with them? Number one, but number two, I think it, it gives you a sense of, of, 
an authority expertise so that when people you know come to you, they they realize that this came from you. They you know what you're talking about. It just helps tremendously with um, uh, credibility. You know, I think that's that's the tremendous part of it. But I would always come back to this: if you're not providing value through your content marketing, just stop doing it. Don't do it. Yeah, you you have to to provide an immense amount of value. It should be a a driver like like your own product line to, to support support everything else. Uh, communities are a really big trend right now. What other trends do you see coming out of 2020 for sales and marketing in, in the freight tech or the freight space? Yeah, a couple of things. I mean, we've already talked about it a little bit. I think that Zoom and video calls are going to be standard now. I think that people are, are, are accustomed to those and actually enjoying those. So I think that's important. But other than that, um, you know, there's, there's several things that, that are going to come out of this. Travel is going to change. Uh, you know, technology is going to become more of a player. So there's, there's several trends that are going to come out of that. Trey, we, we have about 90 seconds left. So real quick, who's going to win? Is it team holidays or team Turkey? Well, my family is team Hol- happy holidays. We already have our Christmas tree up. We have our decorations up. We kind of decided that 2020 was a, was a scratch year. So we just went straight to the finish. My family loves Christmas. So we'll celebrate Thanksgiving, but the decorations are already up all over the house. Well, Trey, we really appreciate you coming on the show today and for yes. Lean Staffing for sponsoring this edition of Put That Coffee Down. Go to leanstaffing.com, right? And go to your Lean favorite Staffing pod- Solutions.com. LeanStaffingSolutions.com. That's why I, hesit- I had to That's put right. the finger up. I had to do a hesitation. I know. Like well, that, that was my read. LeanStaffingSolutions.com. <laughs> I know. So you I didn't have to memorize it. I should have just pointed at you. I, I know. Would have been a lot easier. <laughs> well, thank you, folks. Here's something to memorize. Look up Freightcast on your favorite podcast player of choice. You'll find every single Freightways podcast. As I said earlier, a bunch of newsletters now. Go to Freightwaves.com slash subscribe. You can get our retail newsletter. You can get that newsletter your buddy Andrew Cox Point was pitching. Yeah, I he's know, doing right? hard sell. Or you can, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the What the Truck newsletter right there. You just click the button, hit subscribe. That is FreightWaves.com slash subscribe. You'll see more information by subscribing to those bottom four newsletters about joining different communities that we're going to be putting out there. We're very much looking forward to that. Also, download the FreightWaves TV app. Mm-hmm. And catch us at our normal time, Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern time, FreightWaves TV, FreightWaves LinkedIn, FreightWaves Facebook, and of course, for uh, Kevin Hill, I've been Tim Dooner here on Put That Coffee Down. And right now, we have a very special announcement from our founder and CEO, Craig Fuller. So, guys, we have gotten so much great feedback on this particular uh, event that we're hosting, starting with the Venture Summit that we had two days ago and then followed with the Freightways Live. But one of the things that we've heard is that this has also been a crazy election cycle that's held uh, been uh, really uh, distracting some of our audience. We're actually going to marathon this content next week. So starting on Tuesday, we're going to run the Freight Tech Venture Summit all over again, just like the same schedule, site modifications to allow for regular programming. And then Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to run Freightways Live uh, at home starting Wednesday morning. So if you've missed some of the content, if you want to run it in the background like you're running probably running the news in the background today, you, you will be able to uh, tune in and take advantage. Uh, we certainly invite everyone to continue to go to the chat and take advantage of the chat room uh, that we will have live. So we're just going to run a marathon of this, and we hope that you join us if you've missed something. We certainly know you can get the content on demand uh, if, if you would like. But this gives you a chance to sort of tune in as well.
Wow, so exciting well, stuff. So exciting. You, you just heard it right there. So as we said, you can find these on demand. Like right now, a lot of people said, hey, I just missed the session. That's fine. You don't have to wait until next week. If over this weekend you want to get caught up on our content, you can go to live.freightwaves.com. You can click on this event or any other. And as soon as the videos are rendered and uploaded on there, you just click on the session. You hit the play button on the video. Also, as we mentioned, on Freightcast, these will be trickled in. So because mm-hmm. there's a podcast feed, we don't put 600 of these up at once. We put like three or four up a day just to not inundate you freight cast subscribers but you can listen to all this stuff as well but as craig fuller said a lot of the in-between parts of these sessions and everything you'll be able to kick these off i believe at nine in the morning on a what was it tuesday a tuesday yes craig what was your favorite thing so far you know i really personally like the venture summit uh because i thought it was great to get the, the minds of investors but here at the freightways live certainly enjoy i like the commercials frankly i think those are the coolest parts we're going to run them all next week so if you wanted to relive the experience you'll have the chance to do that with live commercials as well yeah i know the stratix commercial has been uh, has been a popular topic of discussion by 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 a lot of the staff around here it reminds us of like an old school of rock type of uh type of ad so what do you got kevin i i i, I love the commercial too yeah, yeah that's why i what love it? and it's just, uh, what what's been the moment for you though I, I think um, I, I think the moment's been for me is Michael Isaac. Yeah, you know the Craig's Craig's talk with him. It was a very engaging story, all about Uber. It's a fascinating story. Uh, Mine was a Q and A with Thomas Healy. It was a great time. Oh yeah, yeah, a little right. self serving, but it, it is. that's yes. actually up now. Look up what the truck favorite podcast player. Shutting down the stars. Yeah, but when it rained and it 